Pickaxe. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. Uh, welcome, wow. people. Is that our new intro music? Welcome, Sips. He's shuddering. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone. Uh, <laughs> it's like a, a combination of children's TV show and uh, Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, this week I went to the games development conference in brighton how was oh, that yeah. i was down there it was pretty exciting i met some interesting folks and uh drank too much and uh it was all very it was all very different apparently to how it usually is right because typically they do it in summer yeah it's quite pub pubby they're all quite outside brighton's quite nice this time it was in you know the start of november so it was cold. It was rainy. Um, it was it was in one small room in the Hilton Hotel. Wow! So it was kind of like um, it's kind of like just a large room with some with the whole convention in there. So all the booths and stuff. It was all very strange, you know. Yeah. It was like a mini a mini a mini convention. Mm. I guess they they got to cut things down, right? Because there's still covid cases surging and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff so it's it's all it's all done carefully but it was all just done small which is kind of it's like the small you know i go i've been to e3 and games going all these places and they're vast you know it's yeah yeah huge enormous mega halls full of stuff as far as the eye can see and this one is just like kind of a weird awkward room with you know a couple of people but it's the same exactly the same stuff just on a much much smaller scale i guess the people who are brave enough or keen enough to come back or have yeah. been lured in with cheap um cheapness i don't know but it, it was very interesting i met um i met charles cecil oh yeah <laughs> the charles cecil the Charles, the Charles Chucky Cecil C yeah. who is himself. <laughs> who is he? He's an MBE. Charles Cecil MBE. He's nice. a very nice man. He wrote, uh, so he sort of, he was like, he sort of grabbed me on the shoulder and he was like, Joe, when I wrote my hate first game. Hate the Yogg's cast, hate you. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 he's one of those. He's one of those. He just grabs random people by the shoulders from behind. You know, the, fir the first time I ever started working on a game was... Uh, was back in during the Vietnam War, buddy. Uh, <laughs> just like pat, patting you on the ass and stuff. He wrote his first Doesn't game. Even know you. So I was like, oh, I don't know, nineteen ninety five, and he was like, 
because that was when I started school, you know. Yeah. And um, wrong, and he was wrong like, century, Sonny. Wrong. But century. he used to work for. Did he used to work work for uh, Bullfrog or? Oh, was um, he a Bullfrog? Inter, Interplay. No, so he Intercourse. wrote Broken Sword One and oh, Two, and, right, and okay. all the Broken Sword series. All the Broken Sword. Them, beneath the them. Steel Sky. Yeah, Beneath the Steel Sky, which is a very famous point and click, which I played when I was a kid. You mm -hmm. know, very cool. Yeah. And ever since then, he's just ran the company making broken sword games and just kept doing it it's right. the same thing for 40 years or whatever so yeah he first wrote his his first game was in 1981 wow um, i was one is i was one ago. years old how old is this guy he's 59, 59. holy crap yeah. okay so then he was like what 18 when he wrote it in 81 yeah and so, so yeah something like that and and i mean he, I, I've also met Ian Livingston there. He's a big, big. Ian celeb. Livingston, yeah. Ken you know. Livingston, the no, Ian, London. Ian Livingston. Oh. Did you, did you Brother tell Ken him? Ken Livingston. Ian Livingston is a legend. Ken uh, Livingston, okay. I presume. Well, so is Charles Cecil. But <laughs> well, carry on. Yeah, but Ian Livingston is my current legend because I didn't really like the Broken Sword games. I'll be honest with you. No offense, Charles. Cecil, I never played them. They honestly. weren't for me. I never, I never. But fighting fantasy. Now you're talking Death Trap yes. Dungeon. Warlock of Firetop Mountain, Forest of Doom. Okay, next time, uh, next time you go to one of these conventions, Lewis, can you make sure that you meet the guy who made and uh, wrote Street Fighter Two and um, <laughs> also Mortal Kombat for me, please, so that I right. can I can get in on the on the excitement that, and hype. Yeah, I don't know. It's hmm. I don't I don't know exactly who that is. Right. Um, well, man, uh, maybe that can be like a you know 2022 goal. Yeah, some homework for right. you. Right. Figure I it out. I would like to know because him and Steve no. Jackson used to write books together what went wrong with the partnership because steve jackson did the car city port of traps and those books the the shamutanti hills and all that kind of stuff what went wrong because they used to do stuff together and then they stopped what happened i'd like to know more. i don't think i think it was a little bit like a tom and ben situation it was like well, they hate know, each other uh, one no tom person one revealed it. that they <laughs> absolutely loved pineapple on pizza uh to person two's <laughs> <laughs> just tragic dismay and and they never spoke again that's after fair that. no it's it's like one guy's doing it then he gets his friend who's because he's like damn like this is, this is so popular we could make more of these you know i'll get my friend to do it and so he gets his friend to do it and between the two of them they smash out like 30 game books right. in about five years and make an absolute mint and then found games workshop right so yeah i mean he's pretty he's pretty pretty successful good good, good yeah I, Wait, sure Ian Livingston founded is... Games Workshop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? And man, their yeah, stock he's, price he's, is insane, Games Workshop. He is, he is minted, by the way. Yeah, he, he runs like a big investment firm now for like right. putting money into games and stuff. Ian Livingston, he's... author, entrepreneur. Man, oh Nice man. to meet you. <laughs> He is a bit like that, actually, but he's he's nice. Um, he put a Yogg's reference in his latest game book. No way. He made a he made a game book relatively recently and put um put a Yogg's reference in it. What yeah, was and then the we reference? It. We did it on the Christmas stream a couple of years was ago. Did he lean in? He, came, and say, he was on it. By the he way, was on the Christmas stream. I have a tiny penis. Was it like it was it one of those references where it's like actually a Minecraft reference, but we just we're just like hijacking it? No, of. I. He doesn't I know who we, the Yogg's cast are. He just made he put a Minecraft. In a dwarf of Yogg or something. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. fight you know some sort of turn thing to page there. 87 if you have a tiny <laughs> penis otherwise <laughs> turn to page 104 oh man yeah it's exactly that do you want to hear um, what i got up to this week sure. yes so that was so i was at brighton it was yeah. nice i'll tell you more about it well i was on vacation uh until saturday when i traveled home and i had right. one of the worst saturdays that i've had in some time one of the worst days i've had in some time actually oh, god we I'm left the house at eight 
we uh we had 10 hours of travel ahead of us to get back unfortunately it's just it's just the way it is yeah uh we got to madrid uh where our connecting flight back from madrid to london was and we had one hour from the time the plane touched down to the time our next plane took off which seems like plenty of time but yeah. the airports were just a bit shitty and the airline was obviously at the back of the list of importance so we land and we're just sat on the runway for like 20 minutes. And me and Mrs. F are like sweating and looking at our watches. Yeah. And they start to let people off and then they stop. And I realize it's one of those things where they've got a bus, which I fucking hate. You get off the plane, you have to get on a bus. It drives you like 10 feet, yeah. you get off the bus. Annoying. But this one isn't driving us 10 feet. It's driving us about eight, nine minutes away. And I can see other planes of the same airline, the one that we are going to be on right here and i'm like i bet one of those is our plane and they're driving us fucking miles away and that's exactly what happened we get off the plane and there's a huge queue of people just standing there and this is like one of those queues that snakes about through the little the little uh, divider rope things you know the the, the things where you they it's like a it's like a seat belt you know the yeah. seat belt queues and there's like about 150 people in front of us and then there's just people standing there and they're just sort of waiting and i'm like what are we waiting for? Like, there's no no one here where everyone's just like, if you have a queue system, people will just stand there. They don't want to yeah. cross a line. So I was Airports, like, right. oh, it's terrifying. You don't you want to fuck be, about. You could just be fenced around a plastic bit of, you know, fencing and you could just pen some like 150 people there and just leave them there for, for days. Yeah, yeah. Would, they, would no never one would, they would never. No one would know. They would question it, but you'd never need to give them an answer because there's nothing they can do. It's right, the, you can have someone ultimate. walk past with a check with a with a clipboard and a high vis jacket occasionally and look, and they get on a walkie talkie yeah. and go, and they'd walk off, and people would say, "Oh well, something's happening." Days yeah, some pass, guy might say, to "What's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, don't worry, someone will be along in a minute." Yeah, don't, and then, everybody like, just wait here, and they would. I re I would like to see the social experiment on that. I I would yeah. fail that because within one minute, I shouted out, "Is anybody here on a connecting flight?" And everybody goes, "Yes." And I said, well, ours leaves in half an hour. And they go, well, mine is in an hour. And I was like, I'm sorry, folks, but I've got to do this. And I just flipped the divider, the little thing that connects to the, the metal thing. And I just walked through the queue with, with Mrs. F and the kids. We just barged through everybody. And the, the one at the end that people were waiting up for no reason, I flipped that as well. And we just walked off because I thought, needs right. must. Like, I have to gamble Shit. or we're going to be fucking stuck in Madrid overnight. Wow. Right. So we just go. And another couple of British families who will come back to London look at me and they're like, yes, this man is is right. <laughs> we all just fucking left. We didn't wait around for whatever they were waiting us around us for. We're just leaving. I'm sorry if we broke the laws in Spain, but I'm not fucking missing my plane when there's nobody standing there and there's no good reason. And people in the queue don't even know why we're queuing. I'm leaving. We get oh my to God, this is gripping. Man. This is like a this is like better than half the TV shows that I've <laughs> I know. watched this week. I am so I am wrapped. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going up the stairs and I said to the kids, girls, we are gonna be running. I don't want any complaints about your sides hurting or I'm tired or I'm thirsty. Just hold, this, hold this gun. Just just, just point hold it this gun. If anyone comes around that corner, you shoot them. I you said we are them. running, okay. and that is I've it. Take the safety. We off. are running. Yeah. Just like so, close gumping it up. We we start to run, and Mrs. F and the kids are like, we, I mean, I'm carrying like three bags we're, we're sweating and running and i'm my first thought is god i fucking hope our luggage somehow gets through uh because it's going to be off a plane and onto a plane it's got to do it in like 20 minutes they've got to muster this 
I have had that before in a connecting flight where somehow they go through my, my plane crazy. made it. That hasn't happened since like 2001, right? You normally have to collect your luggage and check it back. No, no, no. They just, it just goes. It just goes. That's been no, it all years. On, but often they actually, they have a beeper where they take it off the plane and the next plane is parked right next to it. Yeah. And then they just put it on. The luggage probably had a 10 meter journey. Exactly. You had to go through a fucking airport to some dumb check-in desk and back out again. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we get on. up and there's the thing saying connecting flights and here's our gate and it sh has a little time showing you oh fuck hold that thought there's the door mm. oh my god it's like the cliffhanger episode oh my god he's like he's like ended the episode on a cliffhanger oh typical he knows how to craft a story that guy <laughs> I'm in agony I need to know what happens I need to know <laughs> the outcome of this even though it happened a week oh, ago and he's home Oh, what, 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 what's what's going to happen next? I, I don't know. I've been watching this fucking drama called Signal, which is on Netflix. Because apparently it's like, the because uh, that's what happens on Netflix now. And every episode is like an hour and a half long. It's fucking taking me ages to watch Jeez, this that's thing. A, that's but big. Yeah. It just, because it's kind of a bingeable series, all of the fucking episodes just have cliffhangers all over the place. Like right. completely every, like the, the pacing is completely off. Like, It'll have a cliffhanger in the first 10 minutes and then kind of resolve that. And then it will start a brand new episode at about half an hour into the episode. It's so weird. That's weird. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I'm enjoying it. Um, but P-Flags, you're back. What show was that quickly? Signal. You should check it out. It's, okay. it's about a it's about like Back to the Future, but oh, okay. cops. Okay. Back to the Future cops. It's, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Man. It's okay. All right. So They have like a photograph and it like goes all wibbly wobbly. Oh. <laughs> you know, like you're in, selling uh, it. Really selling it. Like, yeah, in, sounds... like, in, like in Back to the Future. Back in 1985, yeah. I did a huge police brutality on one of the inmates. <laughs> I want to go back and do it again. <laughs> I want to relive that yeah. moment. So yeah. we see the, the little signs saying here's your your gate it's like you know b17 or whatever the little thing that says the b gates it's about 18 minutes away and we've got 25 minutes till our plane takes off and i'm thinking fuck me if there's any kind of covid checks or any kind of passport or anything between here and the gate we're fucked so we have to run Man, when so you, i'm running when you saw that did you think like holy crap bill gates like uh, did that thought ever enter your mind no b gates no oh. no not, not not even once right so we started running and we're running and i'm thinking we're close we're close we're close and all of a sudden there's a massive queue and there's passport control and me and the other british families who have also been legging it are looking at each other there's all sweat coming off us all the, like it was our family and two other families and it was like they had cloned each of us each of us because it was a bold dad <laughs> a mum with the same color hair as mrs f and they both had two kids, and in each case, they had two daughters. Man. I was like, this is bizarre. This yeah, there's is a like... Seinfeld episode like that. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I was like, they've cloned three families, and they dropped us in here as some horrible social experiment. It was it was brutal. So we're getting through, and I'm, I'm literally pouring with sweat at this point, because I really know that, first of all, if our bags go on without us, that's going to suck. We're going to be stuck overnight. I don't know where, where we're going to stay in Madrid. We just have to fucking get a hotel. None of us have got anything. Like, we've just got hand luggage. So it's going to suck and we're going to have to, you know, our car is, is um, waiting for us at Gatwick and we're going to have to pay more parking on that. My mum's going to be on her own, all the rest of it. And I just thought, oh, this is going to suck. Please let us make this plane. We somehow made it. As soon as we got through the passport bit, I just legged it to the gate and they were there and they were like, final call. And I was like, you do realize you've got like 30 people on another one of your airline's flights. You can't final call just this. Like, you've got to wait belt, for them. Seatbelt uh, <laughs> yeah. waiting area. Yeah. And they were like, we know, we know, don't worry. Everybody's going to get on. I was like, then why did you put final call up and all these terrifying announcements? We've all been stuck in this queue shitting ourselves for half an hour. Well, and, you know, Jesus, calm down. Oh, so we get on the plane 
We're all super relieved. We get to Gatwick, and of course, our luggage is lost. Our luggage hasn't turned up. It's yeah, gone. Of course, of course, that, it of course that didn't make it. Yeah, no, that didn't as make predicted. it. So I was like, fine, so we've got to fill out these forms for that and all the rest of it. Luckily, to be fair. And all the other British families. Everybody's, are there's like a situation. queue of all, all yeah. of us that came from Madrid. It's the same cloned it's family. It's cloned the same experience. <laughs> So we go to get our car, and they're meant to meet us at the at the arrivals gate with our car. They didn't. And, and there's three cloned cars <laughs> there. Three Nissans in a row. But they weren't there, so we had to go and find where they parked three it. Three angry the mums there. Hands and three on little dogs, and the dogs are all the same. Three bold dads oh, sweating and shaking their heads. Oh, it's bloody typical, isn't it? Bloody typical. So we get in the car, we get home, and the dog, Aggie, is in a terrible way. Like, she is oh. really, really poorly. She can barely walk around. You can see well, all those bones. She's super dehydrated. And my mum was like, she's really like taking a massive downward spiral today. She was poorly yesterday. Today, she is like really poorly. Jesus. And, and Maddie said to me, all right, well, you've got to take it to the 24-hour vet like right now. So we left the house at eight. It is now approaching eight. It's taken us mm, 10 and a half, 11 hours to get home. And the first thing I have to do is take the dog to the 24-hour vet. So I'm knackered at this point, but she is so poorly. I'm like, fucking, this might be like, you know, we, I might have just flown and rushed all the way home and then she might be about to, to croak. Like she is that poorly. So I get her in the car and we rush over to the vet and I go in to see the vet and he's this Italian hitman looking guy. That's nice. the best way I can describe it. Looks like an Italian hitman. And uh, they get laid. He's wearing the, a the, suit? <laughs> no, he just, I can't describe it. He looked like an Italian hitman. That's what he looked like. Right. And he said to me. That's your best description of him. Well, because he was also Italian and it was the way he spoke. Right. Put the dog okay. on the table. So I put the dog on the table and he's, he says, tell me the symptoms. And I, he's examining the, the dog and he's talking to me. He's, he's not saying a word. He's just looking at me occasionally. I'll say something. He'll just look at me. He won't nod. He won't shake his head. He'll just look at me right in the eye. Like he's trying to tell if I'm lying or not. Like it was, re it was like an interrogation. It was really strange. Well, you're like, a, say a, word. You're like a sweaty, sunburnt, bald, <laughs> tired, exhausted, taggered dad wearing like summer clothes covered in sweat like dried mess well, from like navigating. I'm not still sweating. Sweaty I, I foreign was, airports. I was sweating hours ago. Now I'm now I'm perfectly fine. But for some okay. reason, Saturday well, evenings in London, there's always traffic. I have no idea why where these people are going. I don't know where they're going, but they're going somewhere. To I'm the trying to get to the vet. It, yeah, well, you'd think so. Well, those other families probably came home and their dogs were, were also sick. They cloned the experience. So they, we, I, yeah. he's, I said to him, I'm really hoping that you're going to keep her in tonight because I think she's poorly. And he said, oh, she's staying here. And I thought, okay. <laughs> and then I said to him, all right, and, uh, you know, what, what happens now? He goes, well, he goes, if all goes well, you'll never hear from me again. Otherwise, <laughs> the vets will be in touch. You can go back out to the reception now. And I was like, okay. And I went out and the lady said, yeah, we'll call you when she's uh, better or we'll, we'll update you. I was like, all right, he didn't sort of tell me what was wrong with her and she's like don't worry so about it so mysterious but the way he said if all goes well you'll never hear from me again Jesus. I was like alright like the cleaner like yeah, Mr. Yeah. Wolf has turned up you know what is the problem where's the animal you know that's why he was like all business and very mysterious but that was it so the next morning I called up the vet I said please tell us how Aggie is they're like oh she's fine I was like alright I said we're going to keep her in for a few more hours to do a few more tests and then you can come get her around 4, four o'clock went to get her she was back to her old self she was fine and she's now completely on the mend. She's perfect again. So what the hell was uh, wrong with so her? So she had some kind of respiratory tract infection. Oh. And it, she couldn't keep even water down. Like she would bring it straight back up. And it was because her throat was so 
inflamed that it, anything that went in, it tickled her throat and she'd be sick immediately. She was foaming at the mouth. Like, it was, just, it was horrible. And you it was like she'd be poisoned. It really was. The anti-venom. It really was like that. But man, instead, they just man. gave her some penicillin and some anti-inflammatory. What angel? What, are that, what, are that, what are angel you encountered? Uh, uh, you, Dr. Doolittle, yeah, the power he, of healing. He, he did or, a lot. Or, just, or maybe an uh, Angelino, if, uh, if, if you will. <laughs> Angelino. Mm. But yeah, so that was, that was my Saturday. And I just sort of collapsed like... Christ, well, that was stressful. Job done, though. Yeah. Job fucking Holy done. Crap. Do you know what I mean? All right, well, yeah. listen you to this. Uh, I, I, I take your Saturday and I present to you my Saturday. Um, we had uh, my son's uh, birthday party. We um, we rented out a, uh, a hall and, uh, and, and rented a bouncy slide castle thing and then a smaller one for smaller kids. And there was like 20 <laughs> kids there. We had to do like party okay. bags and cake and um, the whole... The whole thing. It's always it, a it completely stress-free. Uh, it occupied time. <laughs> the entire day, like multiple trips back and forth. Oh my god! Had all this stuff to do, and then uh, on Sunday, of course, it was Halloween, so we had to do all the pumpkin carving and everything. And the kids went out for trick or treating and stuff. And then um, by the end of the weekend, I was um, ready to lay in a dark room by myself for um, you know 20, 24 for hours. hours and. Not not speak to what anyone is in, ever again. What is in a party bag? Oh, nowadays. all sorts of stuff, like little, just little trinkets and and stuff. Like uh, we got the, like like little like gummy figurines, like you know, like they're like the size of your thumb sort of thing, but they're like rubbery, like gummy. Okay. Uh, like little like uh, you know, like those styrofoam airplanes, the ones that you yeah. oh yeah, they come in like awesome. a flat pack and you, you God, put them those put them things. together. Man, my yeah. nan would buy me one of those. Man, it's I went crazy because that was thirty years. You can ago. get Fuck. like a pack of a hundred off eBay for like three pounds it's insane like you, you can get right. so many of those planes this is why we're destroying the fucking environment <laughs> yeah it's crazy um but like you know you just put a couple of things in and then like um it's my daughter's birthday earlier in the week so it was kind of like it wasn't officially a joint party but like we like invited a bunch of her like friends like you know like uh, like our friends who have kids and and stuff so like there was quite a few people there for her as well and they had their own like little area because they're younger and their own party bags and stuff so it was it was pretty good but normally we do it all ourselves but we we actually hired somebody to do it this time just because with the baby and everything it was it would just been impossible to to do it all and uh it was really good they did a really good job like we had obviously had to pay for it but like man honestly I, those it was the so party people it. It we hired a lady uh, the mermaid fairy princess or something she was called yeah she was fucking brilliant yeah yeah uh she was super hot as well but uh she was she was great <laughs> and she did nice. just a fantastic job yeah what on earth is this mrs f has ordered the load of sticks Loads and loads of sticks. Oh, they're for candy floss. We got the fireworks on Saturday. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, man in the barbecue. Yeah, gotta do. Yeah. Gotta, gotta get some sparklers. Yeah, yeah. The the lady that did uh, the the party, she had like this. Uh, it, it looked like an old restored wagon, but it was like a refreshments wagon for adults. So she had like a little espresso maker, like nice. uh, she could make little cappuccinos and stuff. Oh man, she had some uh, some chocolate biscuits and um, oh yeah, it was great. So I just uh, hid behind that the whole time, uh, like <laughs> pretending to... That the baby the was asleep. Dads. Yeah, and the other dads all sort of like sought refuge behind there as well. So we could talk about 
Lots of questions about my flooded garage and stuff. That was good. Got to How many discussions wow. about the route people had taken to get to the party? Because that's always a favorite. Yeah, there's tons. Mostly, actually, tried to of... come through Twicken. I mean, it was an absolute nightmare. Oh yeah, I think they're doing roadworks on Heathrow Road again. Oh, they're always it's doing a bloody roadworks. End of the year, of... isn't it? They got to get the budget sorted. Or they don't get it. Yeah, typical bloody council. We came down the A316. <laughs> it was just a bad year. I think there's some rugby on. We're going Quins or at the main stadium. I think it was both army versus navy. It's an absolute bloody nightmare. We came around about the hospital bridge roundabout came around there and came down by mcdonald's and home base it wasn't too bad actually but yeah it could be worse on some days oh yeah these, these small talk yeah. things are it's that or work you talk about work as well right how's work going oh you know i'm really fed up with work blah blah, blah. and then they just go into all these people that you don't know or have never heard about and like the situations that they're in and stuff and it's like that's pretty pretty Typical dad chat, isn't it? You talk yeah, about yeah. There's I've heard a lot of it because I'm watching this. I, I got recommended this stupid YouTube channel for some reason because because that's what happens. You get recommended this stuff that's virally popular. There's this guy called um, Froggy Flips on YouTube, oh, right? yeah. and he goes to garage sales and car boot sales. We call them where people just sort of sell their crap. Um, and he, he obviously his whole thing is to find valuable stuff that he can then flip on eBay, right? And um, he's got a little antiques booth as well. So, he, But he sort of has this kind of encyclopedic knowledge he's built up over years and years of yeah. running these stores. Subbing now, in this I've industry. just followed his channel. And he could buy most popular. He is he is When yard huge. sale dreams come true. 3. Yeah, 8 so he'll find views. like... You'll find like something that people think is worthless, and they're basically thrown away for a dollar, and it's worth hundreds of dollars. And it's and it, he's not like kind of, there's a lot of people out there on YouTube doing a similar thing in a much scummier way, mm. like where they're kind of um, kind of I don't know, like ripping like ripping people off or really lowballing people and stuff, you know. Whereas he's actually quite fair, mostly and nice. Anyway, he's a nice guy. I like him, but he kind of has this camera on his head. Yes, yeah, so I've and just he goes seen that. around these yard sales and obviously everyone there I, th I assume he asks permission before he does it but there's just these these people just having their small talk right and it's always like oh yeah did you see they they moved that tree that was on you know the road down there <laughs> oh yeah that was getting the, was, the branches were getting in the way of cars you know like kind of you know just just the, the most generic mindless day-to-day -day crap that oh, people talk about. What else are you going to talk about with people in your neighbourhood, though, if you don't know them as friends? Yeah. Like, we've got friends in the area that we, like, we go out to the pub with and we, you know, we have over and stuff like that. But then, like, the guy over the road and a couple of other people in my area... Like there's, there's like four or five or six families on my road near me and we all know and we'll chat. How's it going? Oh, yeah, not bad. But we're not like we don't really have big conversations. It's mainly about <clears throat> the only thing we have in common, the stuff that's going on on our road, like or, or well, in the immediate area. Well, that's the thing. I, I weirdly thought it would be like, but like kind of boring and kind of like, I don't know, annoying in some way. But no, I think it's actually quite comforting just to yeah. hear this very generic, like low like just just light light conversation about nothing. It's, yeah. it's, it's you know. community building in a way. Like so I, I know a, someone a people... was asking about Halloween the other the other week. I, I've seen a lot. You know when Halloween, uh, which which came and went uh, as it does very quickly and without much you know really fanfare over here. Um, Man, it was it, a busy one this year. I it guess. was. Yeah, there was a lots lot of, kids of trick or treaters. Out. We went out for an hour. My yeah. eldest said she didn't fancy it. My youngest and I went out. Uh, there were a lot of people around. Um, but the main road that we go to, which is like the gold mine in the area where there's loads of families yeah it's a very long <laughs> road this is considered like the staple of halloween in our area is it all is it all road. very brightly decorated for christmas very as well? bright like this obviously a big this the the thing on their yeah, street they pull is together they do this yeah. yeah it had been sucked dry 
by the time we got oh, there. Oh, It was, like, you it was like arriving at the Gold Rush Town when all the claims had been oh, no. made and they'd all, see, the ground was empty. See, this is what he does. Like, the best thing he does is get there really early when they're still putting stuff out. Right. And they say, and he goes, have you got any kids' toys? Because that's his thing, right? right? And they're like, oh, you've got a box from I haven't put out yet. And he's like, oh, I'll have a look. And then he buys the whole box and it's got, you know, all these jackpots in there. But, I mean, actually, the whole thing, I will say, is like... Hey, there's a lot of people who are just a bit lonely sometimes. They just want to chat and they want to have a conversation with him. And, yeah. and he's always like, oh, sorry, I've got to get to the next one. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of in a bit of a rush. I people um, just like a conversation. But like that, that's the thing. People was questioning Halloween. And, oh, what's the point? It's not British, is it? I think the only reason it's not British is because it actually involves talking to other people, which is it something is that in general like we don't a like. A little bit of community it involvement. Is. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like kind of, I don't obviously do it here, and no one even considered knocking on my door, but I think, and also there is a lot of fear around it, right? That, oh, you know, sending your kids out, you know, they'll get abducted and, you know, but, but it's like, it's more of a, if the actual community is putting effort in, because yeah. you have like your street parties and stuff, don't you, where they shut off the road. We do and have, have those a, in the area, yeah. yeah. Yeah, have a kind of, uh, everyone everyone in the community kind of gets a little letter, note through the door saying, oh, 29th of June, we're having a street party. <laughs> Steve's going to bring his be... band down. Uh, they play a mix of uh, funk and blues. Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. That's oh, all they ever play, these bands. Uh, exactly. But, yeah, it's like we see all the other families that we know in the area, people that I know from my kids' school, and we, you know, have a chat and everything, and we, everybody says the same thing, like, oh, God, ooh, crazy, isn't it? Ooh, yeah, ooh. Um, and that's it. And I wore a wig this year, which nice. was an effort at a costume, a big red wig. and Horrifying. It was horrifying. People didn't recognize me. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> wow. One of our good friends in the area completely blanked me and talked to the people I was with, and I was like, hi. And they were like, they looked at me, and they were like, oh, my God, Ted. Oh, I didn't recognise you. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it must be so, so iconic, the boldness. I grew my hair out for COVID, yeah. she said. Man, oh yeah, man. I've, I've just been shaving it all this time. <laughs> hey, since we're having just a bit of a dad chat, I wanted to also uh, mention to you that uh, in the morning when I take my kids to school, when I'm on my way back, it's just the way that it works out every time, time-wise, I pass a fellow dad who's walking his small son to school and... I started saying good morning, as you do. I'm oh, passing dear. by and I'm like, good morning. <laughs> and he always like, yeah, good, good morning. Um, and um, and all of a sudden, one day, like this has been going on for a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, good morning, good morning. Like, you know, like we recognize each other, say good morning, it's fine. And, uh, yeah. and then after a couple of weeks, his son started saying good morning. So right. he'd walk oh, by and I'd be like, good morning, good morning. He'd be like, good morning. I'd be like, hey, good morning. <laughs> like, just, just carry on. And that, and now over time, the son has gotten more and more excited about this exchange. So like the other day I was walking back and it's a pretty long straight road, like after you leave the school and uh, I could see them coming, but they were, they were far away, you know, like they were like a couple, you know, maybe like 50 yards away or whatever. And uh, I see the little, the, the little kid. Not- notices me sees me super far away and it was like all muffled and quiet he's like good morning <laughs> like he's like <laughs> like shouting good morning so i was like good morning and then i had to say good morning to him again on the way back and then more recently in the afternoon oh my god he's he we pass each other again as i'm going to pick up my kids from school and he's walking back with his mom and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> I walk by and he's like 
good morning. <laughs> so I'm like, good morning. <laughs> just keep walking. Oh, oh my man, gosh. It, it kills me every morning, time. Guy. It's so funny. He's so, he's just like, he fucking loves it. You know, like, it's just like this, the oh simplest God, thing, but he just loves it. It's hilarious. It's awesome. I'm like, I like how he just has your same sense of humor. He probably does all so He's just... probably like, yeah, say good morning to that guy in the afternoon. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Oh, he's, he's telling all of his friends on his podcast about uh, exactly, you know, there's this dad who walks yeah, by yeah. me and I say good morning. <laughs> oh, man, it's so funny. So, yeah, so there you go. I thought I would share I share it's a very very dad thing isn't it like the the old uh the old good morning the other dad is not uh much into wearing shorts but he wears flip-flops all year round so i got the right, shorts okay. but i wear shoes and like you know mm. normally a coat mm. or whatever this guy usually wearing like pants and a coat and everything but he's just rocking the flip-flops you know? so you're it's wearing like, you're wearing shorts now in november hell yeah that's it that's insane it's, i was freezing not, today it's I, not I that insane honestly a like, coat and a hat and i wanted gloves that's how cold i felt yeah, out today and i'm wearing i'm wearing gloves at the moment just don't find cold. my legs get cold like I, I don't know that's because they're numb yeah they, maybe they, they've lost all feeling i like it but I'll f- i feel like if i just wear like a coat um and you know if i got shoes on and stuff and i i usually just put my hands like in my my coat pocket or whatever I, i'm 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 fine i'm warm enough wow i don't need uh it's fair. i don't need to wear fair but scared i don't need to wear trousers you know i just uh like i like the shorts no it's it's brave of you very brave. free and loose um, yeah i get a lot of envy i get a lot of other dads are like wow you're still wearing your shorts like but like they say it in a way as if like man i wish i was doing that you like their wife won't <laughs> let them or whatever See, my wife is very understanding. She knows I want to just be comfortable all the time. Just wear shorts mm. all the time. That's just scary. Yeah. I hate the cold. Yeah. Well, I do I do too, cold. but I, like I said, I don't actually feel cold, so it's not a problem. Interesting. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
Before we carry on, we are sponsored by ExpressVPN. Thank you very much. I actually did use ExpressVPN this week. I was in a hotel and the internet there would not let me connect to a certain website. Mm. So I just used oh, a VPN. Oh, that's because I had uh, NetNanny enabled on your laptop. <laughs> I, uh, I went through your browser history and discovered that uh, you are a really big pervert. So I thought, you know what? This guy needs NetNanny. But he found a way around that. Uh oh. Genius. Well, if you can do it, yeah, it doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack someone uh, a smart 12 year old i'm sure could do it and they can make around a thousand dollars selling uh per person on is average 12 year old's name bobby digital because like i'm he probably <laughs> uh, so yes you can use expressvpn i do i recommend it it creates uh, an encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so hackers can't steal your sensitive data you don't need to worry about like blocks and stuff and you can you can use um, you can go to other countries and use you know netflix america oh. version God. and watch the shows there. All I'm saying is stay far away from my encrypted tunnel. That is my business, yeah. sir. Yes. Keep your encrypted tunnels to yourself. My encrypted tunnel is like the foul channel uh, underneath my house. Um, disgusting. Uh, don't, don't come <laughs> in. <laughs> so yes, please secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash triforce. That's expressvpn.com slash triforce. You can get an extra three months free. There you go. If you're not using a VPN, you should do. All right, on with the show. On with the show. This is it. I've got a, an interesting email has come in in relation to a previous Triforce that we did. Okay. Right. An email. Uh, so this is, yeah, this is kind of our, uh, this was a week ago. This is kind of the... We, we we don't do a a mailbox section no. on the podcast. I'm surprised that you received an email. We, yeah. I know this is an email. I, I thought we for a long do. time that we should do like a mailbox section. A lot of other podcasts do. Right. Um, but sure. here is one from Tay, and he says, uh, "Y'all." So I assume he's from uh, the place he's referring to. Y'all were talking about cremation on Triforce. So here's an interesting example from Louisiana. Right. In Louisiana, they can't bury people because the swamp spits the bodies out the ground after a while. So they got <laughs> these big above ground tombs. Problem solved. <laughs> well, not really, because above ground crypts are pretty big. So it came up with a real interesting way to deal with the problem. You couldn't cremate people because religious reasons, so they'd make these above-ground crypts like big boxes with a human-sized compartment at the top and a hole at the far end from the door, and you put the body in the top compartment. The top compartment is designed to accelerate the decomposition process, so after a number of months or years, the body's decomposed down to bones. You can shove them to the back of the box where the hole is and drop the bones into the bigger underbox. No. Church-sanctioned cremation is the solution to the space problem. There you go, all the way from Louisiana. Nice. Thank you, thank you, Tay. Oh, I love that. Oh, wow. I love that it was just an email with facts in it. I know, That's amazing. great. It wasn't like anybody saying, fuck you, idiot, fucking stupid <laughs> idiot, you suck, or anything. It was just like, yep. here are some facts. Here is an interesting follow-up. What is this? Sorry, what is this bone compression tomb box? What is he saying? There's some sort well, of he's saying. Do you bone remember? I still don't want to go that way though. Like I no. just, I just cremate me, please. Like <laughs> yeah, if anyone's they, listening, they just, just do it. That's the thing. He's saying that. Why not? They're, because the because religious things in the area, they're saying no. You've got to be buried. That's crazy. Like that. Just I want I, I want to be burned. Well, I don't, don't want to wake up in the bone machine. All right. Well, let me put it this you way. You know, like on the off chance I'm not actually dead and I wake up in that bone machine, I don't want. 
anyway. Just just bring right. me up. Okay. So I, I would say, first of all, I'm sure you can get cremated if you want. But I think it's quite a religious place, the Deep South. And Louisiana okay. is that. I get that. So I think a lot no, of people might, are saying... I think it is not even allowed at all. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, either I way. I think it's just not allowed. What, they, what he's yeah. saying is that instead of burying people in a sealed tomb, you leave the... You put the body in one of you these You just poke a couple tombs. of holes in it so that the air can get in and then... It, yeah, but uh, then it gets, it gets a little stinky, I guess he's saying. So they, they found a way here where... It's not stinky, uh, and the body's decomposed in a in a way that is easier. And then you just get a broom and poke the bones to the back of the hole and slide another body in there. I guess. Is oh what my saying. god! What the fuck is going on in people this place? Don't. What kind <laughs> of people people settle for that over cremation? I mean, also, Come how on. much space do you save with that? Uh, I mean, he, he he sold it to me like, oh, there, you know, once the bones are all there, it's no, it's, right. you, you can just get loads of more bodies in there. It's yeah, like, well, yeah, so my bones are going to be jingling around with other people's bones, like well, all. Well, May, may I make a, a suggestion, gentlemen? Uh, if you have a box uh, and that you can fit a lot of bones in it, and the, the body, one person's body goes in at the top, if you compare that to what people have with above ground tombs, it's a whole coffin-sized thing for just one body. Yeah. Even when it's decayed down to just a few bones, and is maybe I know, taking but I'm up. I'm just asking you, how many human beings' bones can you get into one human being coffin? I, 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 like I presume more than one person's. You worth. think? Uh, you think one day Jeff uh, Bezos's bones are going to be jingling around with some other stranger's bones in the back? I'm of sure a box? He, he's going to shoot himself into space. Probably. When he yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Gigantic um, cannon. Doctor Evil. We could style. we could do that. I mean, that's a thing we could do with us. If we had a big enough catapult, just you know, your body gets wrapped up and they just fucking hoy you out into space. You could do that. I think you Why can not? pay for that. You could have your 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 bones compressed into a diamond, can't you, and fired into space or something. Really? You can have that. Well, done this is why we need want. a space elevator. You could just tie dead bodies onto it and run them up the <laughs> what line. What kind of what kind of mad, bloodthirsty, cultist version of sci-fi is this where you, the space elevator is covered in dead bodies? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a practical use. Yeah, I That's think all. it's good. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's got like, hooks on it. We could just tie all our rubbish to it as well. Just just put all your rubbish and dead bodies in there and we just take them up into space, fire them into space. They'll either drift off into the sun or whatever, smack into a satellite, you know, it doesn't matter, or they'll come back to Earth and burn up in the atmosphere. That's what well, that would be ideal. That's energy, free energy. We just get them in a low Earth so orbit, you're, gradually so you're, decays. you're in space and you're warping around and like, you know, on Earth when you go for a road trip, you have all like, you know, dead mosquitoes and bugs yeah. and stuff all splattered over the front of your car. You've been driving yeah. for like six hours. So your spaceship is just going to be have like <laughs> just covered in bodies, <laughs> bodies, yeah, just like splattered and recycling. all over. People's people's rubbish. people's recycling. Use nappies and, and dead bodies. Yeah, That's what yeah. you're going to get. I mean, you know what about the bugs thing? I I drove a decent amount this summer, and I definitely didn't see bugs splattered on my windscreen. Really? And I know that this is a, this is a actual thing that uh, the bugs being splattered on windscreens has diminished because of the decline in insect population uh, overall. So yeah, good. it's not good. 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 Idiots. Good. I mean, it's a it's sick a, of those insects. It's a delicate shit, system, shit. but I hate when they get into my house, man. I, I hate it, no. especially. No, me too. You say that the insect uh, population is declining, and this is going to sound very much like there's. It's not global warming. It's cold outside. But man, there's so many daddy long legs this year for some reason. I don't know what it was. Like, I guess they just had a really good. It's because you're wearing your they shorts. They just had like a good uh, yeah, breeding we, we season had or quite something. A few of those Holy as well, crap! Yeah. My backyard was full of them. There was just yeah. daddy long legs everywhere, and they're creepy as hell. But I mean, I I don't. I've seen maybe two wasps this year. Uh, oh, I saw a wasp summer. the other day. It got into my house. I had to lock it in there the bathroom go. and wait for it to fly out. <laughs> you didn't kill it? No, hell no. I kill wasps. 
Sorry, wasps. You're a wasp. Sorry, killer. wasp fans, but I, I kill. I wasps. kill anything that I'm not fucking putting things out back in the garden. I fucking, put everything I just, else I release, even flies. I will let flies I'll, out. I'll let a bee out. I'm not letting a fly out. Yeah. God, that's getting squashed. Let the fly out. I just, um, I no. just, I, I have bad hand-eye coordination. I just like my wife gets mad at me too. She's like. Here you go. Here's the fly swat, and uh, I'll miss, and then you know the fly will just start flying around. You'll it'll kill be your like, child. Uh, you know it'll be in high <laughs> alert mode, so it's impossible to kill, sort of thing. So we've just we uh, just resor- yeah. resorted to just letting them out when we can. You know, like it's just easier. Some of those flies do have supernatural speed. You know, like the Matrix dodging. Oh yeah, you know, they can't. You can't hit yeah. them. You know, they see the thing coming in, and it's flies. Like, oh, forget about it's it. Like forget about it. It's like playing CS:GO against like a fourteen-year-old. You know, like they. Oh, forget no, about it. It's like a neighbor league bullet tie. They could just get out of the way because they everything's different to them. They, 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 they predict reaction. the SWAT, you know, like five seconds before you. Well, also, even... they only live a, a, a week or whatever, however, fuck knows how long they live. But, you know, if they if you compress down your entire lifespan into a week, you know, everything would be much, you know, slower slash quicker, mm. whatever. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No, oh, yeah, you know, I think so. To them, like, like, 80 years in a week so everything is so they're that fly swats taking them like an hour oh, to yeah, come yeah. the time to yeah, like they have yeah that's how they they've roll got time. they got a lot of time Do to think I mean? about it and avoid it and stuff is what you're saying yeah exactly they could, you could like darn a whole like sock and complete a jigsaw puzzle <laughs> that's what i did this week i completed a jigsaw <laughs> good puzzle for as well. you good for you it's a nice one yeah i enjoyed it i was listening to an audiobook what was the what was the theme of the puzzle what was the picture like anime or something it was what my mum bought it for me for my birthday right it was uh flowers <laughs> it was lots of yellow and red flowers of different pink flowers like a garden Man, it's i it's i i'm i've become the kind of person who's always amazed by what people get up to in their spare time when they don't have kids like it, this this it fascinates me you decided to do that with your free time like come on yeah it was great you could have done anything Man, this is the child-free life i live you could have done anything what do you mean i could have done anything I don't you could have done anything you could have got gone somewhere like you could have gone to see a movie or you could have gone to eat somewhere or i did oh you did all that too well yeah, i feel like well, shit now this free time thanks <laughs> you did a you did a jigsaw puzzle and then you went to go see a movie and then you went somewhere to eat and then i went somewhere to eat yeah and, uh, and did anybody ask you a question the entire time you were doing any of this stuff well only like interesting ones oh fuck you, know? you. Fuck you. You don't know how good you have it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's heaven. Holy crap. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm fascinated by by what you get up to as well. The, the, well, the getting asked questions get all into. the time and not being able to go to the movies or go out to eat or anything. No, but it's very interesting being part of this community and group of people and all the all the dads and everyone. I don't know. It's all really interesting, I think. It's really interesting. But it, it's always... You're always... So you everyone always wants what they don't have. Yeah. Though, right? Like you wanna be me, but I wanna be you. Right? I don't want AIDS. <laughs> no, I mean no, me neither, Flex. I don't I really don't want that. <laughs> uh I played a uh, played a board game last oh, night. Yeah. I played Brass Birmingham. I recommend go. it. Yeah, it was a it was a board. Here it's comes board game trains. boys. <laughs> board game boy with it his fucking good. board games. Hey guys, let fucking me teach you board boys. games. Sam, it's been it's very really enjoyable. He's still very going. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get more. <laughs> I'm trying to get more board games nights going as well. Oh, yeah. You're welcome to join. Oh yeah, I wish I fucking could. Yeah, I live in a fucking yeah. different part of the country. You fucking idiot. <laughs> How am I going to play a board game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, just take my invite and throw it back in my face, why don't you? 
I was just being polite. Fuck you, know. you and your polite offer. Fuck Dickhead. you. How dare you? Take your fucking invite and shove it up your ass, idiot. Roll a d6 and whatever it comes up, fuck I will. off. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I, I was playing, um, man, I was playing Dota the other day, Lewis, and uh, not in the game I was playing with you last night, but, uh, but separate to that. And I was playing in a game with Gyrocopter, and I couldn't help but notice that Gyrocopter's voice lines sound like your Mr. Popcorn voice. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> It really does. It does. It sounds exactly like Mr. Oh no! I'm, help! I'm being attacked! Yeah, Why is anyone on my gotta, team? You gotta put like a bit more like, uh, you gotta get some drama in the in the tone as well, you know? But yeah. Oh yeah, no! Very similar. General Captain! under attack! Yeah. Okay. Sure. I didn't realize I was in the game. So you guys, you guys are, are back playing Dotes again. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. Do you know? Okay. No. I am enjoying it playing it alone. I don't actually yeah. enjoy playing it with people because the games are just skewed completely. When you play with your friends and everybody is a different rank or whatever, the matchmaking just breaks and you just end up mm. playing against people that aren't fun to play against. Right. But if I play on my own and I play like strict solo queue ranked or whatever the games are great like everybody's hmm. more or less the same skill level or whatever and uh it just it's just a much more enjoyable experience for me that's interesting yeah that's how I, 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 it's a stra it's a funny game dota isn't it like i love and hate it and, and i don't know it's just i do i have been playing it and i'd like playing with sips but i i know what he means like I think some, it feels like when you play an unbalanced game, it's like you either stomp, which isn't really fun, or you get stomped, which isn't yeah. fun. Like it, How is it's, stomping it's with those not games fun? That get close. I, it, 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 it is fun, but honestly, the most fun I've had um, playing Dota recently has been doing... Um, single draft because oh I'm, I'm all about single draft i, I think it's moment. just i think it just levels the playing field really nicely too you know people can't just like you don't just get yeah like you sometimes get unlucky so for, for people that don't play dota there are different queues that you can join there's just a queue called all pick unranked which means that this match isn't going to affect your mmr like your 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 skill rating in the game because as that goes up you get queued against other people who are also high skill level so imagine your elo in chess or whatever it is right uh, that's it is called ELO, isn't yeah. it? In chess. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that. Uh, so unranked is you're playing against people that are around your skill level, but this game isn't going to affect your rank. Then there's ranked, which will affect it. And then you have other modes, random draft, which is when half the heroes that are normally available to pick from are grayed out, and you can only pick from the remaining 50% is random. And single draft, which gives you three heroes to choose from out of the pool of like 120. So you only get three heroes to choose from. Everybody only gets three heroes to choose from. Sometimes that means you get three heroes you've never played before or can't play very well. Yeah. Sometimes it means you get your best hero is one of the three, which is great. Sometimes it means that the draft that your team comes up with, the five heroes your team comes up with, is just shit. And you're like, we, we got fucked by a single draft, which is like a nice easy excuse if you lose the game. And the other alternative is that you just get this brilliant team of five. You're like, this is perfect. We've got yeah. someone for every lane and everybody's happy on the hero. Yeah. Fantastic. But what you don't get very as much, anywhere near as much, is queuing into people who play one hero really fucking well and they just spam that hero and win and win and win because they're just experts on that one hero. Yeah. If you get them on any other hero, they're shit. Yeah. But on this one hero, they're fucking gods. So there is a there is a tool called dota.pl.us, which is an overlay that you get for Dota that shows you your opponent's most likely picks and their specialist heroes. Right. 
So I've a couple of my mates that I play with, uh, you guys know Cine, I play with Cine. Yeah. It's like, he'll always be like, oh, we've got a Meepo spammer, guys. So you'll ban Meepo, although no one would ban Meepo at the moment. We've got a Morphling spammer, <laughs> right. spam Morphling, you know, ban Morphling or, or counter pick it. So you, it, that's a kind of extra tool that I don't really like because it kind of ruins it. But at the same time, if you're just going to fucking pick Morphling every game and roll noobs with it, fuck off. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're subhuman scum. Morphling, nobody nobody likes Morphling. Well, Get it's the same with in, in, at the pro stuff. I mean, ba Dota is balanced around the pro yeah. scene and yeah. the pros can ban their, you know, the, you know this guy's right. a brilliant fucking eye so or you next but you're going to ban it, right? Because you know who you're up against. I don't think this is broken. I don't, I I don't think, think so. It is just annoying sometimes because you think, is it fair there's something that has essentially been created outside the game that not everybody has gives some people an unfair advantage possibly that's all i'm saying yeah i mean yeah maybe it's yeah it's 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 one of those but honestly like i i like the the flow of the game i like i like the mechanics of the game i like i like to to improve in areas that i'm not good at in the game which is let's face it all of it and um <laughs> it's 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 nice it's it's been fun but um, there's there's traps that you can fall into playing it for sure, and I think the the one thing I, I really like about single draft as well is that you're you have less responsibility. It's like it's kind of like guilt free Dota, right? Because everyone's mm. kind of in the same boat, unless it's you know somebody gets their big hero that they're they're good at or whatever. But even then, they get such an advantage over the other team who might not get heroes that they're good at, sort of thing, right? But I just look at it as a way to to try out new heroes. And not feel too bad about sucking really bad with them or letting the right. team down and stuff. Because I don't think anybody cares, you know. I think anybody who queues for single draft is just like, whatever, I'm just fucking around. I just want to Yeah, it's just fun. a bit of a laugh. And then yeah, so it's kind of a nice way to play the game. And uh, I just sort of, I, I weave that in between playing ranked, which I usually just try to play support or like try try off laning or whatever. And that's that's been fine too. And um, yeah, like I mean, it's early days. I mean, I, it's it's dota's kind of like uh like it's like a cycle right you you get back into it not for you so much flax but for me for sure like over the right. 10 years it's been out i'll get into it i'll play it for a couple of months or whatever and then i'll just get sick of it and move on and play something else yeah. or whatever and then come back to it so it's like it's 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 nothing new really you know like I, i've been here many times before but for now it's fine it's got a fun gameplay loop yeah though, right it's it is fun to level something up from yeah, one yeah. it's fun yeah. to like pick all the talents the skills it's fun to try new things and new heroes and do that it's a little bit of like playing it feels like playing i don't know diablo or some or an rts or you know, doing some some like game where you just rapidly experience that leveling up system and progress and trying out new skills and playing a different way it'd be and... fun if there was a battle royale game like dota you know like the same sort of like the isometric with the heroes at the leveling up and stuff I think like they, that they had that as a one of the seasonal games that they had it was like a, a battle royale yeah thing, that'd, be, I think. that'd be kind of I, fun. I could be wrong it'd be chaotic as hell but it could be Th fun this month this month i'm gonna hit 10k hours on dota because i've only oh, got 63 hours to go and i'm definitely gonna hit that this month because i I'm, it's the 4th of november so i'm definitely gonna play that many hours Ten thousand hours that's a lot that's which is crazy like that that is so much time how many i think i've played 10, maybe wow hours? that much that's the only game i've played anywhere close to that much that and even then i don't even know if it's i've played it that much it's a lot yeah. that is 416 days 
that's like ten percent of my life over the last. That's actually more than ten <laughs> percent of my think life. About it now. Hang on a second. He's having a crisis. It's okay, P Flex. Over the last nine years, that's about fifteen percent of my life. I think or something. Yeah, but if you like enjoy that. it, though, I mean, that's good going. Oh, I fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, if you love it, I then love that's it. good. That's good going. But yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. I've been playing playing some other stuff as well. I I, I started playing Darkest Dungeon one. Uh, oh, because yeah. I played Darkest Dungeon 2, which I enjoyed. Uh, I mean, it's still early access. You can tell there, there's still some stuff to be added to the game or whatever. But I, I think personally, it's 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 going in a good direction. So I, I heard they changed it. They, they have changed, changed the it a core lot. Mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Because the core mechanic of the old game was that you built up not just a team of four, but a roster yeah. of lads that you would take out with you on different quests. Yeah. And they would get mental problems like mental breaks where they'd be like, I'm paranoid or whatever. Yeah. And you would have, they would have to take breaks. But this time it's your four guys from the start to the finish and it's more like a roguelike is that correct it is yeah and the um the the so the new mechanic is amongst your four guys it's like a like a like a love-hate sort of relationship mechanic sort of thing right so like uh sometimes you know like your your guys will just start not liking each other or being neutral to each other some might start liking each other or whatever and then as you perform actions when you're fighting and stuff like that you know, kind of like in the old game, like crits are, are are big, right? You get a crit and then, you know, a guy might be like, hey, good job. And like it increases right. their relationship or, you know, they might miss or something. And the guy behind might be like, you fucking suck. I hate you. <laughs> and then it's like a, a, like a detriment. Um, it's it's interesting. But again, like I think I think some of it is not fully fleshed out because it's mm. it's very early access. But it looks great. Like it, it looks fantastic. And I re- yeah, Darkest Dungeon Two is terrible. I can't stand it. I, I've, wow. Like, I, it's imagine if Slay the Spire took like seven or six to seven hours for a run. That's where it is at the moment, right? It's so slow. There's like a minute of driving a cart between each point on the map, and it's after you've done it once, you're like, oh, that's fun. After you've done it a hundred times, you're like, this fucking sucks. Uh, Why am just, I driving you a just auto forever? It, though. You just, like... I'm not waiting a minute between each fucking battle. Those battles take long enough ever, anyway. Like, oh, the battles take so long. I mean, you long. just had to every, walk every through animation is in the first so one. It's kind of the and, same like, Everyone's thing. like, oh, I'll help you. And inspired, inspired, like, all the time. And the damage is like, oh, I've done two damage to you. Everything just takes way too long in the game. And then the itemization is so bad. Like, sure, like, I'm sure the pros are all like, oh, this is a really good item. But half the items I've found were like, this gives you 10% bleed resist. Like, fucking 10% bleed resist? I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't equip this item if it go 100% bleed resist. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then the other item I got was, oh, you regenerate 15 health per turn. And I was like, oh, well, that basically means that guy is now unkillable because of the way the game works. So it's like items that are absolute shit, items that are absolutely broken. And and I just completed my playthrough easily, the first one, because I had this item which healed my guy 15 health That's per crazy. turn. It was it's stupid. And I was so bored. It was just so easy. And then I, the next playthrough, I tried some of the new characters and they were exactly the same as from the old game with exactly the same abilities. And sure, like, oh, it's nice to see it again. But like, where's the new stuff? Like, where's the new fucking stuff? Like, sure, it's a new game mode, but like, and the graphics are nice because it's all 3D and it looks cool and the enemies are some of the enemies are new and cool but man it just takes so fucking long like darkest dungeon 2 no i just i wow. it actually made me want to start off tip again 
and start making these like com comment videos to just warn people against stuff. Because like, oh, all the reviewers are like, oh, 9.2, Darkest Dungeon 2, definitely buy it on Epic. No, don't. Like, wow. shit. Early well, access. anyway, you'll get a chance to try it in this year's uh, Jingle Jam bundle. Uh, it's going to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a headliner. So, uh, you know, pick it up and then no, you can try it. No, I don't it. know. Uh, like, I'm just not a fan of, of, I'm a fan of Darkest Dungeon. I played a lot of it, you know, and I bought Darkest Dungeon 2 thinking, oh, it'd be nice to do that again. But no, it's it's not good. Um, I, I was so bored. Shame I was hear. so bored. It was so slow. I guess I'm just used to playing games that do the same thing a hundred times faster. Like I, I don't want to run to take six hours. I want to run to take oh, an hour or two, and it doesn't need to take longer than that in Darkest Dungeon Two because you're a lot of the time like you spend twenty minutes doing this fucking fight against some cultists or brigands or whatever, right? And because everyone's still attacking so slow and they're doing all their animations, blah, blah blah, and you get one slime meal out of it or whatever. It's like oh fuck me. Why didn't? Why do I bother? Oh, it was, Gosh. It was well, I, cool. I played uh, Age of Empires four. Oh, that's great too. I really enjoyed which that. is fun. Yeah. I, I'm not good with micromanagement and stuff like that, and nor nor with uh, macro no. management, uh, nor with APM. No, well, so I'm really struggling, but it is really fun. You don't have to play against people if you don't want to, though. The camp no, the I'm campaign... playing against the computer. Oh right, but <laughs> uh, no, the campaign is is actually really nice. It's really well I'm done. I'm probably gonna do that. But uh, yeah. I played with my mate Munt, and uh, we played against the AI. Oh, that's I, fine. I just, yeah. yeah, it's it's fun. Um, he obviously knows what he's doing. He's played a lot of Age of Empires too. Right. I really, it's satisfying when you build stuff, and I love the, the the mechanics for building walls and all the rest of it. And your little peasants are great. The way the language they speak changes as you level up and stuff like that is great. Um, I just, yeah, it's fun. The buildings it's, you build a, and the units and everything. It's a gorgeous looking game too. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, and I just thought, wow, you fantastic. know, I normally wouldn't have got this game, but I'm really enjoying it. Unfortunately, Football Manager 22 came out. Oh, well, yeah, I'm uh, in the so same boat because uh, uh, Bassmaster Ultimate uh, 2022 <laughs> came out. Um, right, fish. right. So now it's right. just like same boat. Yeah, same boat. I didn't realize Adrian Pie was co-op. We should meet, we'll play it with I'll play it with old Duncan then. That sounds good because me and me and him used to play Adrian Pies together. And, uh, yeah, you can play. Yeah, it's like uh, th there's people playing like I don't know if there's like a ladder system and like ranks and stuff yet, but there's definitely people playing against each other. Like if you want to, you know, like like when StarCraft Two uh, came out, there's lots of like little tournaments and people streaming i love yeah that. i mean rts i'm stuff. not good no though, i'm not either that's not, i don't i don't like good. playing against other people but i it's like so hard. i like watching it and uh i could definitely watch i used to watch a lot of pro sc2 back in the yeah, day before same, i got yeah. into dota it was so satisfying to watch oh i loved it because yeah. it was a game i played but then i got into dota and i kind of lost interest in stuff I, I felt it was kind of samey yeah but i love seeing the build orders that people go for and oh yeah little tricks and stuff like that so i would love to watch an aoe4 tournament i would 100 percent. yeah watch i don't know like, if there's I, been I, any be like really big hard. tournaments yet but uh, but definitely lots of people are are streaming like lots of big old um warcraft 3 players starcraft yeah. 2 pros and stuff are, are playing it and it's uh it's been gonna, interesting to watch for sure. who's, who's playing that right now yeah we could we could put there one together it is. if you like that'd be fun See, oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the, the guys i played dirt with sing sing yeah he's been playing I, it I a lot played yeah. dirt with him a few a fair few times but uh yeah mm. oh there's quite yeah, a few he's... dota players actually playing this that's interesting yeah i don't know i guess it's just people wow people who've played like uh lots of rts's in the in the past and stuff but yeah yeah, yeah if you're used to i suppose if you've got that right click and move and navigate the map but yeah no yeah uh, Empires 4 is um is pretty good i enjoyed it great tip wow this guy's walls are so neat 
God, everything's so neat. Yeah. My town, I just slap stuff down. Yeah, I this know. It's weird. weird. Like, the first time you play it, it's kind of weird to know where to put stuff and, and whatever. But yeah, you can you I can organize yeah. it out pretty nice. I swear he's built roads here or something. Good lord. <laughs> but it's, it's, it it looks like a real town. Mine, mine is <laughs> this just... This guy's built a convenience <laughs> oh store. God. Mine is so bad. He's got a Walmart here. I'm horrified. Oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been good. So, yeah, I've just been playing all sorts of different stuff. But like I said, I've been playing Darkest Dungeon one but mostly on my tablet because the again the baby just sleeps so well and if i'm right. if i'm stuck looking after the baby like if my wife's getting ready or has an appointment or something then it's it's a it's such a nice game to just play like while you have a, a baby sleeping on you you know yeah it's good i recommend duck Dungeon one but not yeah, two. no two is really okay. good as well actually well it's early access look it might it might i think better. it will um, but honestly it's it, it's 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 worth it's worth trying it out because it has changed a lot but uh, some of the changes aren't aren't amazing and then some of them are, are really good so i don't know see for yourself don't listen to lewis he doesn't know what he's you be about. your own yeah decision maker you choose, choose your yeah. own future yeah. you pave your own pave your own path and carve your own way through yeah, make your own town make your own roads make your own space elevator with corpses yeah, on your it. own you know write your own store. flying fantasy yeah book. yeah all those things do whatever Dude, just do it good luck just do it just do it and um and god bless be you your own jigsaw puzzle <laughs> <Be your> own. <laughs> wow <laughs> oh all right gosh. we're done thank you for listening everyone we'll see you next week see you later Goodbye. Adios, amigos.